Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Happy New Year. It is now 2024. I'm so excited to have you join me for another year of Ancient Ways for Modern Days. We are going to make some changes this year. Over the last couple of years, we've focused uh, exclusively on the New Testament. The first year, we walked through a devotion of every chapter of the New Testament. And then last year, we walked through all of the Gospel of John, as well as two of the pastoral epistles, uh, the books of Titus. This year, we're going to, to change it up a little bit, and we're going to walk through, um, in a sense, the entire Bible. We're going to be following through this Navigator's Bible reading plan. It's the Book at a Time Bible reading plan, and we'll actually put a link in the comment section or in the, the description so that you can follow along if you don't have a Bible reading plan for this year, this 2024 year. But what this plan does is it walks through a book at a time with chunks of reading, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to follow one column of it and we'll be bouncing back and forth between Old Testament and New Testament and instead of going verse by verse I'm going to share a devotional thought really a, a discipleship thought for us as we read the scripture as we understand the scripture as we remember Christ in the scripture and then as we ask how do we apply this what is the ancient way for our modern day what does it look like for us to grow in our trust of God in the gospel. And then in that, how do we apply it? How do we grow in our sanctification? How do we grow in our holiness? How do we become more and more of the disciples that we are called to be? And so with that, let's jump into our text. Our text today is from Genesis chapter 3. Now you might say, Mike, what happened to Genesis 1 and 2? That was yesterday's reading, and we're picking this up on the second day of the week. And so Genesis chapter 3, what we have in the context is we have Adam and Eve have been made by God. They've been given the dominion mandate to go and subdue the world, to take dominion over all of the earth, to be fruitful and multiply. And they've been placed in this wonderful garden, and in this garden they, are, they, they have everything they need. And there is one prohibition, do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil. This is the one prohibition. And now, Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? This is the only verse we're going to cover today because this is, this is plenty for us to consider as disciples of Jesus Christ. Because what we find is it is in the garden that the devil, as a serpent, he comes and he appears to Eve. And later we find that Adam is right there with her. And he appears to Adam and Eve and he, he casts doubt upon the word of God. Look at his question. Did God actually say this is, this is his chief strategy. This is his goal for Eve and for Adam. This is his goal for you and I. This is his goal for, for people throughout time. That he would get us to, to doubt. To doubt the goodness of God's word. To doubt the accuracy of God's word. To doubt the authority of God's word. Here's what he says. Did God actually say? And then notice he takes what God has said and he twists it. You see, God has allowed Adam and Eve to eat of all of the trees save but one. And here, what Satan says is, did, did he say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? 
He, he twists the word just enough to bring doubt into the situation, to get, to get Eve and Adam to, to second guess what God has actually said, to get them to begin to doubt, to doubt. And it makes them doubt the goodness of God's word. Is God holding out on you? Makes them doubt the authority of God's word. Maybe God's word isn't really binding. Maybe we actually don't have to obey it. Maybe we're not called to obey it. Maybe you are the authority here. It's you to doubt the accuracy. Maybe, maybe it's not as clear as we were led to believe. Maybe, maybe there is room around what God has actually said. See, his question is, did God actually say? And Satan said, he's whispering this question into the ears of modern readers of the word of God. He's, he's whispering this in terms of human sexuality and identity, the value of life. He, he whispers this in terms of how we think about personal property and all of that. But most importantly, he whispers this in terms of the gospel. You see, the gospel teaches that Jesus is the perfect sinless son of God. That through his death and resurrection, he has made atonement for those who have rebelled against the word of God. We have all rebelled. We've all sinned against God's word. And, and the gospel teaches us that if we trust in Jesus and in him alone, we have salvation. But the enemy would like to whisper in our ears, did God actually say that Jesus is the only way? Maybe maybe it doesn't matter what faith you have, as long as it's a sincere faith. These are the kind of lies that he wants to whisper into our ears. And then if you have actually trusted in Jesus as the only way, he wants to whisper, did God actually say that you need to pursue holiness? You know, you're, you're justified in Christ, and so you, don't, you need not pursue sanctification. You need not continue to grow as a Christian. You're saved. Now you can live your life as you want. Did God actually say you see, the reality is God has spoken. His words in the scripture are clear. Yes, there are places where it takes more work and, and we have to wrestle through it. And yet God has spoken. And he has spoken most clearly in the person and work of his son, Jesus Christ. And so with that, dear listener, as the enemy would come and whisper in your ears, did God actually say today, the second day of 2024, allow your faith to be placed in, in a crucified and a resurrected Messiah who came to fulfill the law of God, who came to point us to God Almighty, who gave us a full expression of the word. Let us hold fast to this confession let us trust in God's word, in its authority, in its goodness, in its accuracy. Let us be those who trust what God has actually said. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.